Hi, Jim Stones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. Today, we're all discussing several shows that all three of us watched because I actually did podcast appropriate things this week. Woo! White Lotus is amazing. I hear if you say that word, that gay, Jennifer Coolidge just appears. Hi. Oh, we did it, Joe! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's naked and the gays are banging. We live. I forced Emma and Julie to watch 1899, a mind-melding, brain-breaking, time-traveling, exhausting waste of time. Fleischman is in trouble of failing the Bechdel test. <laughs> Fleischman is in trouble of failing the Bechdel test. And we're all having brunch with Dan Levy. Let's dive in. <laughs> It's like as soon as we start recording, I'm like, I have no thoughts, I have no voice, I can't string words together. So anyway, I said you're a boy who lives in his parents' house and you have tons of money. And you said, not after Cyber Monday. Yeah, and also I do not have tons of money. I don't have 2,000 pounds of money. <laughs> it's a joke I used to tell to my fifth grade friends, a.k.a. my mom. <laughs> um, no, I really didn't buy that much, but it was a very slow day at work. And so I was like Cyber Monday shopping for the restaurant because I was like, ooh, bet. These are great deals for things that we need. And then I was like, ooh, but what about me? So I did buy some clothes on ASOS. Um, <laughs> So we'll have a brand new wardrobe for the bee that'll disintegrate <laughs> within two weeks. Can't wait for that. Um, that way it's not fast fashion that's contributing to the landfill when it just breaks apart and poofs into thin air as their garments do. And then I bought a TV um, and then a Roku stick. My idea is... How big is the TV? It's 50 inches. Where's it going? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that question. <laughs> it's going to go... I'm going to put it in my dad's room and then I'm going to take his old TV. So then I got a fire stick. Not a fire stick, a Roku okay. stick. Um, so I can have a TV in every room of the house. My dream. And honestly, I feel like just a necessity. It's like Wi-Fi. What size TV are you putting in your room? Where's the one from your dad's room going? To my room. Yeah. So he'll get a 50-inch. Very nice. <laughs> and then I'll get the cat stuff. Because I don't need good picture quality, but he would appreciate it. If it's in front of me and it's making colors and sounds, I'm like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> Did you get a good deal? Uh, I did. It was like $550 off. So it was $11. <laughs> it was very enticed to buy one that apparently when it's off, it looks like an actual art print and you can put whatever you want and it looks matte and everything. And I was like, is that worth 1100 extra dollars? <laughs> it took me an hour to decide it wasn't, but I was on the fence for quite some time. Well, considering no one comes over to see it, it's just for you. <laughs> You have to take care of yourself in this world. Who else is going to do that for you? Certainly not you with your aspersions. Aspersions. <laughs> Casting them my way. So the only text I've received from you <laughs> since we've last spoken was, I was in the basement for most of Thanksgiving, so I watched 1899. Let me know what you think. Yeah. So why were you in the basement? Well... <clears throat> we started our podcast talking about spoons a lot. So if you're unfamiliar, spoon theory is when you start your day with a certain amount of spoons and then your spoons get extinguished. And for people with chronic illnesses like myself and my OCD, um, sometimes your spoons can get extinguished more quickly. That was a um, contagious shimmy that you shook to <laughs> Emma. She was contagiously shimmying back. It's like the dance hysteria outbreak of the 1400s that killed like 300 people, except we're still kicking so far. Um, so at a certain point, I was just like, I am finished. I cannot socialize anymore. I cannot interact. I cannot be around people. I need to seek solace in a dark cave. And so I went down to the basement, which was clearly off limits. And I was like, fuck it. And so I hid in a little corner next to some boxes. And I was on my phone for like a good hour. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I kept hearing people come downstairs, go to the bathroom. And I was like, do not perceive me. Do not look <laughs> in my direction. I'm not fit for human consumption at the moment. <laughs> I am re-energizing. So my cut... Cutlery. <laughs> I, I was tripping over cutlery and then I thought I could make it Schmidt and then it just sounded odd. Um, so then my cutlery drawer was a little bit fuller and then we left. Great Thanksgiving. <laughs> How was yours? It was good. Yeah. Very mellow, fun Thanksgiving, but I am house sitting for friends who have a small dog who you basically lift, set outside. It goes, you lift it back up, bring it back in. <clears throat> but in the morning, she likes to go to the park. So you drive her to the park. Now, I have been wearing glasses since I was about 13. Uh, have you ever seen me in them? Mm -hmm. but, but not once. very often. <laughs> once and when I drive at night. <laughs> so I don't know what this like denial is. Once I realized I couldn't 
teach dance with contacts in because mm-hmm. my sweat gets in there and they just burn. I was like, well, I guess I'm just blind <laughs> and I'm fine with it. But I've been realizing I sort of need to start wearing glasses. So I get the dog and we go to the park and I put her down. You picked up the wrong dog. No, nope, I did not. <laughs> but it was still dark out. It was like before six in the morning. She gets up early. So we're hanging out there and a car stops like near me in Alms Park. It's a big park. Mm-hmm. And I like check my body like Oprah told me to. And I was like, I don't, I don't feel really great about this. The car moves forward a little bit. He gets out of the car. He, I think, may have flashed me. He opened his coat, but I can't see that far. Oh, my God. So I just flipped him off anyway and scooped up the dog and left. But I really don't know what happened. Like, Jesus. I didn't see anything. Yeah. It was dark. And he was like, way down there. So I was like, uh, just I'm kidding. just going to go with the fuck you symbol. Because no matter what it is, fuck you. I'm a lady alone at the dog park. Yeah. So then I got back in the car and I was like, should I be upset? Like, what? I didn't see anything. I don't. I mean, I saw him move. So yeah. I think he did open his coat. Jesus. So then later on that day, I checked my little friend climbing with her mom. And across the climbing here, I think, Ooh. And I'm like, I can't see that far. Who is it? <laughs> Moral of the story is, I think I need to get some contacts and some new glasses for I am blind. But it did help me this week, right? Yeah, I think you're coming. I mean, if I really relevant. had seen someone flash me that early in the morning, I mean, it would, it would have ruined my week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now there's plausible deniability. I mean, I literally was like, uh, closing one eye and then the other, like, uh, fuck you, I don't know what's happening. I'm leaving. See ya, buddy. You're like trying to do the eye test. It's like, I think it's an E. No, it's actually a penis. When I went to get my real ID, which is so annoying, America, um, I was like, oh, I better bring these stained, ripped glasses that are like, put my head sideways. I know they're going to give me an eye test. And she's like, oh, no, you're fine. I was like, oh. Yeah. I'm required to wear my glasses when I drive, not on the real ID. <laughs> they don't care so anymore. So look out for me. <laughs> but it's like, you're not going to be piloting the plane. You just needed to get through TSA. What's but your opposition to glasses? Several years. What? What's your opposition to glasses? It's really hard to dance with glasses. Oh, that, that's fair. I guess I've never done actual physical activity with mine, so I don't know what that's Did like. Did you wear yours when you used to come to class? Um, Both times? Yeah, but it was only two times. Um, well, I do think that I have larger ears and a larger nose than you, so they naturally just sort of, like, sit on my face. Like, I don't need them hooked around. They're not going to fall off. Even if they have a nice, secure fit with yeah. the amount of jumping and turning and leaping and, like, no. Oh, see, I wasn't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I was there, but I wasn't giving them I am not, I am not, I cannot dance in glasses. So I literally just need to put them on right after class. I don't, yeah. I don't care if I can't see 16 rows back in class. That's fine. <sighs> I'll run back there and say hi to everybody. What if they've got adult versions of the infant classes with they the They do band? have those. Have you never watched basketball? They also have, like, shields. Yeah, it's a good look for me. You should get those. I'll put it on my Christmas list. Santa, are you listening? <laughs> no, because you're Jewish. Half. I'm a halfie. I don't think you. I don't think I'm allowed to hear that. <laughs> I don't think my delicate giant ears can handle that situation. So then you wrote and said, "I watched 1899, which is a multi-episode. <sighs> it's basically series. a multi-level marketing scheme. Um, and a TV you show. didn't say how many episodes you watched. Yeah, at that point I was out. I tend to like just peek in and be like, hello. I know, but you were like, again. I'm going to watch something. Maybe you could watch it too. Yeah, you're so welcome. You how always- many? How many episodes did you watch? I finished the series. You did? Yeah. You did not make that clear in the text. No, Nor I did, did you an answer when I said, how many are we watching? It's the air of mystique that makes people fall in <laughs> love with me. So did it end up being worth it? Um, yeah. So I will say that halfway through, I gave up watching the episodes and just started w- reading Vulture recaps and then came back through for the finale. But there were like very engrossing moments and it was interesting. It just got too, I think I'm too stupid. It was too mind melding. And I was just like, oh my God, there's so many scenarios, which scenario? And I was like, this is too much stress. I'm already so stressed. I can't handle this. I could go this way and let's go this way. And it's like very mind melding. And I don't have a lot of mind left to meld. Did you watch their other series, Dark? Dark. Um, no, but I've told several people I have. Including me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <a> dick. <laughs> the lies float just so easily <laughs> and casually. You were quoting a Vulture article, weren't you? And you're like, I wasn't as good as his last yeah. series. <laughs> Oh literally, you pretend. Why you are you lying to your sister? I don't know. <laughs> Rude. It's just like you can either do something to make your life more interesting, or you just lie about it, and it's much less energy. Same as so advice. the priest is a gay dude pretending to be a priest to go on there with the creepy blonde guy. Yes, they're both gay. Obviously, I mean they're doing, gay couple. They're they're doing butt stuff together. <laughs> They're buttoning it up. I'm just saying. They were like, uh, every person is a mystery. Everyone has a story. You're like, why is the geisha here? And so sad. Yeah. 
what is up with the woman who's like, I'm just, it's innocent. He's like, you can stop the act now. And she's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the Parisian honeymooners. <laughs> yes. They're obviously not suited to each other. And she's laying there like a dead fish while he has sex with her. And then yeah. he's like, fuck off. And she's like, hey. <laughs> it is very intriguing. And I do think. I didn't think it was that. And then the little spider weird thing. The a beetle. Scarab beetle. <laughs> Sorry. Which in Egyptian mythology is like a symbol of death and resurrection. And if somebody locks a little boy in a cabinet, my guess is there's a reason. Honestly, that was my entire thing. I was like, don't let him out. Yeah. Everyone else on the trip is dead (laughs) and gone. That little boy looks well fed and hydrated and fine. Leave him in there. And what's the fucking pyramid? How did Amy Adams and Nicole Kidman have a child? I'm saying the same fucking thing. Right? Yeah. You're like, is it? I'm like, that's not. It, uh-huh. it was Nicole Kidman when she first started Botox, and you were just like, okay, there's still a human. It is there. her from the hours with a whisper of Amy Adams. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How just many episodes dash. did you get through? Just one. Okay. <laughs> I don't really care what happens in Yeah, uh, maybe at some point while I'm convalescing, I'll keep watching. The captain's really hot. He is. It's a weird show. Well, yeah. he's an alcoholic with a tragic backstory. I assumed he'd be way in. They didn't say that in the first episode. It gets there. <laughs> The way he stares at his family. <laughs> um, it is intriguing. It was a fun watch. I enjoyed it. I you only watched five like episodes, so care. Um, I don't think it was as gripping as dark because it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Other people can read vulture articles if they want to know what vulture. It's behind a paywall. Good luck. <laughs> Did you do what we asked you to do and watch White Lotus? I finished every episode that's currently out. Really? Yes. I don't, why are you believing him? Why are you like so ready to believe that he's telling the truth? Because I did it. Tell us anything. <laughs> okay, it's set in Italy. <laughs> Sicily. Oh, yeah, because the dad, the generation of dudes who are hooking up with prostitutes, want to see Sex the, inc- workers. the ancestral land of his grandmother who died of cancer. And... Jennifer Coolidge is back, and she's just as amazing as ever. And then she's the queen of the gays, and then the gays are incestuously fucking. He's not the guy. Is not his uncle. Duh. <laughs> they have different. It was like first of all, they have wildly different accents. One's from Essex. I know. <laughs> did you find him attractive with the circle head? No. Yes, you did. He was hot as shit. The guy who's fucking the helper of Jennifer Coolidge. I mean. I don't think he's that hot. Oh, I don't either. I told you, I'm into mustachioed weirdos. Yeah. I'm loving that guy. No, I find it. He felt like too bro. I think I've just seen too much. This is Essex. Uh, to like find it, because I'm just like, he just seems like a douchey bro. Well, were you pleased with Theo James's performance besides his penis? Well, his penis was a prosthetic. So you take it with I a grain of thought. That. Did you? Yes. I, well, I would have known. I've got a sixth sense about this. <laughs> I guess it's just my one of my five senses. It's sight. <laughs> <laughs> so I could not know it was existing. Um, but yeah, and then Aubrey Plaza's dude, super hot as well. Shame that they're like not fucking. Um, but I'm glad he didn't get on the Theo James hooker train. So that was good. Oh, the one woman, Theo James's wife. Kate somebody. She's mm-hmm. great. She's amazing. And she was on the bold type, which I oh. absolutely love. That was my B-dubs show. I, I would always get terrible. B-dubs and just like watch a bunch of that show. I loved it. Easy B-dubs watching. <laughs> It's a specific <laughs> subcategory of just like there's chillin' TV and then there's beat ups TV and then there's skyline TV and then there's sleepin' TV. You can do with this or you can do with that. So Tom Hollander is obviously gonna scam her for some money. You think? Yeah, hundred percent. They're like we, they think we have to open this place to the public. Mm. It's Mike White. It's the White Lotus. It's gonna be indictment <laughs> on carnal passions, and then Jennifer Coolidge is never gonna go away with anything good. Her husband left Maybe her. Maybe it's her attitude. <laughs> Who do you look like? Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> that woman is vicious. I cannot stand her. I love her. Uh-uh. She's my favorite character. Anybody, Emma's hair is sort of like this now, has like really long hair and they part it in the middle in the back and let it lay upon their chest for the whole time. Like, uh, uh, brush that hair back. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> oh, it's one of my favorite looks of all time. And then why does the hotel manager in both series have to be gay and perving on somebody on the staff. I think it's sort of like we're in the same situation, so (laughs) let's see how like men and women would approach this differently. Because I was like, why else would they have the same plot point series to series and maybe it's about how like gendered, different genders deal with different situations. Abusing power. I thought the guy in the first season was still lovable before he turned. There's nothing lovable about this woman. Ah, but I love how awkward she is, and she just has no filter. And she's, even when they were at the arrival, she's just like, hello, hello. 
I'm surprised you got here. You're so old. Yes. <laughs> no, I love that version of her. The part where she's like being weirdly flirtatious and just like all of a sudden has this awkward grin and has lost all sense of like composure in her place of work where she's really fucking good at composure. I don't no. believe. It's <laughs> because weird. she's so lonely and so she yearns for the flesh of a woman. I know. And then the little <laughs> sex worker is like, let me sing. And then I will touch your body. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Not falling for this this time. She's savvy as hell. Sing she- first. Touch you later. And she was so reluctant to get into the sex work, and then she was like, let's fucking go. Let's kill that old piano player, and I'm going to take his fucking job. He lived. So much sex. But when they are at wherever they were yesterday, and (laughs) Theo James is touching Aubrey Plaza's leg, but she's not really fighting him away, I'm just Uh like... This is about to get bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, she she's, is crazy. She's breaking. <laughs> yep. Yeah. She put on a very tight dress with some cutouts, and she is ready to hurt somebody. And she's so tan at this point. Yeah, well, she's been in there for almost three days. <laughs> at some point, can you just, just say, this has been so much fun. We'd like to spend a day together. We'll see ya. We're obviously all having some problems. <laughs> Bye now. Yeah, you have more... See, this is why you want to be on White Lotus. You're too honest and transparent. Unless and have it was boundaries. at the Great Wolf Lodge. Ah! <laughs> oh my God. Which would be like the freeform version of White Lotus. This is the basic cable version. Oh, we should write that. Mike White, move aside. We'll produce Survivor, I guess. And Albie is, I, I want bad things to happen to Albie. I think he's going to do bad things. I just feel like he's so tightly wound and just being like, what would a nice guy do about this? That right. he's going to do some really yes, shitty things. Yes, that she is setting him up, yeah. right? That guy's not her pimp, obviously. She was like, oh, if I do right. this, <laughs> he'll take me to L.A. with him, where I can fuck the whole family whenever they want. Take me to L.A. I know. Take me to L.A. I'm, I want to see her fuck Laura Dern, the voice of Abby. That's not proven. It is proven. By who? IMDb. Is it? Yeah, it is. Did you ever watch what was the other Mike White series, Enlightened, with her? No. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. If you ever get bored. Well, good. Only two more episodes left. I know. It's about to get wild. It is wild. I feel like even the Albie part is so aren't going to be wild enough. He's this, just a little boring. Last week was like nice world building. This week, every scene was uncomfortable. I was just like, ugh. It's because I was so ugh. sexy. But I just loved Aubrey Plaza just fucking with And I also love that with Daphne, Phoebe, what's the... She she loved it. She was like, "What are you doing? This is fun." Well, she's manipulative <laughs> as. What about when she's like, "You should get a trainer." Mine's blonde haired, blue eyed. She's like, "This is a picture of your children." She's like, "Oh." So what does that mean? Does that that's mean confusing? The trainer is the father of her children, or, or that you need to get a baby, and that's how you make this work. Or I disassociated and fucked up. I don't know. Or maybe she's a very disorganized camera roll. <laughs> Obviously. So who do we think is dead? (laughs) We've got at least three dead people. I know, which is what's so interesting is that I think in the first season I was much more inclined to wonder who was going to be killed, and now I'm just like, oh yeah, someone's going to die, but I don't super care (laughs) if it's fine. Well, I was listening to a podcast this morning about it, and they were saying they went back to the original episode where Daphne is talking to those two girls, and Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, you guys are just going to love it here. You're just going to kill to be here, and Mm -hmm. you're just going (gasps) to go in the water one day and just float away or die or something so she previews it the yeah. first episode but mm-hmm. I don't know who's dead I mean, all if, the three of them if it goes that <laughs> way then probably Theo James Aubrey Plaza and then the initially reluctant but now super game hooker sex worker oh we'll see is my thought is that Aubrey Plaza is just gonna go crazy wild hook up with Theo James and then be like let's bring someone else into the party mm. then they're gonna Puerto Rico cause it's on their radar now as usual, we're like heading on the same train, and then you just jump the tracks, and I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm talking about what I was specifically requested to watch. <laughs> I just, I'm doing the assignment. Excellent. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Did you watch Survivor? I did, yes. Where Noel came How? back from the depths of despair. It was crazy. So you haven't watched it yet. Mm-mm. I'm going to ruin it for you. That's fine. So there's no <laughs> way she's going to win this challenge. She's way behind everybody. Her prosthetic leg is not working. She can't balance. Did she Jeff's like, don't give up. <laughs> no, she's like, it's sweating off, but no. So she comes back. She wins. Oh, my God. We're, I'm sobbing. She's everyone, way to go, Noelle. And then they put her off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up as fuck. So now it's just like Carla's the only girl. Well, Cassidy, I don't really think of her. <laughs> 
just she's just sort of there. She's just sort of. But there. you're like, wow, way to go, Noel. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, she's. We should obviously let her go, right? I mean, it's, yeah. Disappointing, but they were right that like we can't beat this. Like if she gets to the final three, we're not going to be able to overcome this the way she overcame that challenge because it was one of those zigzag <laughs> balance things, an inch thick, and she's wearing her like speed running. runner, uh-huh. her running thing. Oh yeah. Um, and so she can't balance, and then it's just like hopping and like does not give up, and then you have to throw a sandbag on top of a giant post and in like three tries she gets it when everybody else, else is struggling. in there forever and you have to bend down on the balance and untie a bag of mm. shit oh my god and she's just like <laughs> she's like crying you can see she just can't she can't do it and Jeff's like Noel you could do it and then he said his favorite phrase this is what Survivor's all about it's like how many things can one thing be about <laughs> But you're like, let's see, let's get rid of all the people of color and then the disability person. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get rid of the two women and then it'll be everyone else. Then who will it be? Gabler, Ugh. Jesse, Owen. Look at me with me. Oh. Yeah, that's so impressive. Um, Cody. Uh-huh. And who's the young kid? Who's tw- 19 Sammy. He says he's 22. Because it's crazy. It's just, I'm crazy. Well, according to Tyson, he can, because he didn't drink at that challenge and they noticed, but he goes to BYU, so he must be a Mormon. Yeah. The things that it people tracks. understand, <laughs> I don't. So good. I used to think it's mainly from watching Survivor, because every Mormon who was on the show was gay. I used to think all Mormons were gay growing up. I was just like, oh, what a, what a fun religion. <laughs> are they actively looking? And they are. Thank God I wasn't swooped by that call. Um, did you watch Fleischman is in Trouble this week? Yep. The or- the uh, villain origin story of Claire Danes' character? Mm-hmm. So next week better be a little bit more balanced because nothing is that one-sided where she was just awesome and now she's evil, right? Yeah. That felt, un- I liked it up until now, but that episode made me mad. Yeah, no, I wasn't happy. So you liked the first episode? <laughs> no, there were two. Oh, okay. Or three. Mm-hmm. Two. There have been three so far. Yes, this, this is, is the third, third one. And we dropped off of present day and mystery and a lot of the compelling dynamics that I liked. And we went back in time and it was fine. But like he all he ever wanted was somebody to take long walks in, in New York with him. And she, that's all she wants to do. And then by the end, she's like, I don't even like to go on long walks. It's a waste of my time. Is this Never Alfie and then Tanya's assistant? <laughs> <laughs> it just became like it seemed like the realistic relationship, right? A little bit. And now yeah. it's like, oh no, she was pure evil and he was magic. She had postpartum depression. She didn't want to be around the kids. What she a wants cunt. a better apartment. <laughs> but she just, and then she's like, oh great, you're a doctor. So embarrassing, you won't make any money. And I come home to dinner and it's wet chicken. You're just like, mm, I know. Make your own food. <laughs> but they made her too evil. It makes her, makes the whole thing. Yeah. Unless they tell her side of the story next week, which I think would be great. That would be good. Right? Yeah. I'd be curious if it was a different narrative. Cause, uh, yeah, I'm sure her like, narrative about him is Why would he stay? Like, why did they have more kids? Like, why Why keep doing that? Like, yeah. I mean, he can't be that sycophantic that he, I mean, stays in that relationship for that long as she's been that much of a bitch the entire time. And there's no way that, I haven't watched any of it, so take my opinion with a grain of salt. There's no way that I'm ever going to root for Jesse Eisenberg over Claire Danes in no reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the nicer, better person as portrayed in the show. I don't care. <laughs> His personality seeps through, and I have a disdain for it. She is literally the same Claire Danes from Broke Down Palace, from My So-Called Life, from Homeland. And I love her. Okay. So how am I going to distinguish all those beautiful characters from this one if she's the same person? <laughs> Just like Aubrey Plaza. Every single... I feel like Aubrey Plaza is breaking She's the range, yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. I can't wait. Um, I accidentally watched all of, I'm sure that people can hear it at home. He's rubbing himself on the thighs. I accidentally watched all of Chris Hemsworth's uh, docuseries called Limitless. Oh, fun. Which is like what Zac Efron wants to be doing, but not. So Chris Hemsworth wants to live to be like the most vibrant 90-year-old person ever. And so he's going to take on all these challenges and press his boundaries. And like 30-day challenges app? Oh, worse than that. Like he does like <laughs> one where he's going to, instead of just jumping into cold water, he's going to do a 100-yard swim in the Arctic. Jesus just to train Christ. for it. And then he needs more endurance. He needs like real-world strength, not like Thor strength. Mm-hmm. So his trainer, who's fucking crazy, is like, what I think you should do is climb a rope, a 100-foot rope off this cable over the thing. And he's like, oh, okay. So <laughs> months and months and months of training. And he doesn't accomplish everything he tries, which is yeah. cool. Um, so then he does memory, like he works on his brain a little bit. And then the last one is, so he, oh, he finds out in episode five 
that he carries markers for Alzheimer's on both sides of his family. Mm. So he has an eight to 10 time greater chance of getting Alzheimer's, which his grandfather already has. Mm. So that freaks him out. So then the last episode is acceptance. So they put a suit on him that mimics what it's going to be like when he gets old. So there are bands so that his arms and legs don't reach as far. They put shoes that make his standing unstable. They muffle his ears and blur his vision and make his body really heavy. And they send him to an old folks home where every day is the best day. Or where every day is what you need to do for your whole life. So he's there at the old folks home and he's sort of digging it. But he takes the suit off like, this is really heavy. It's bothering me. And the guy who's made up this challenge is a a double amputee, triple amputee. He's had an accident. He's really inspiring. So then they get the death doula to come. Who knew there was one of those? Mm -hmm. And they make him pick out his own casket and get in it. Oh, my God. He's losing his mind. He's like, yeah, this is not. I'm out. Um, He has some anxiety. He has some fear of heights and all this other stuff. So then they have his wife, who's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. She is just a model from another country, Spain, maybe. They age her. They put prosthetics all over her and she starts freaking out she's like i don't actually think i want him to see me like this and then they have a little dance and it's so sweet and then he does like a meditation with the death doula about like coming to terms it's really great i mean each episode is too long it's like here's the challenge here's a real life here are people in mexico who work so fucking hard you're like why are people still working this hard this terrible their name is the people who run and they just run uh, up hills oh my god they do go are those the people who run and they're like well, shoes. these women are wearing sandals, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say trunk gloves, but that felt like cultural appropriation. Um, so it's like <laughs> he starts out the challenge. We see like a real world example, and then he finishes the challenge, or he doesn't. So I don't know. I really liked it. I'm sure he's a dick, but he seems great in the show. Well, I don't. And think his he's friends a dick. are mean to him, and his brothers laugh at him the whole time. Like, ha, ah, you suck. <laughs> it's almost like he's on a podcast called Takes All of the Place. Why? Because everyone's laughing at him, and everyone's calling him a dick. Only when you laugh at me. We just have to get over that. (laughs) (laughs) I get to decide. That's fair. It's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, bad. (laughs) It's it's better than the version of Zac Efron show that's going on right now with the. Yeah, poor Zac Efron. He's he's struggling. Poor Zac Efron. He is a (laughs) billionaire. He's gorgeous. He spends his time being paid to go around the world and do amazing things. He looks like that for a reason and a part. It's fine. No, it's because of his body. <laughs> no, you're you're quite wrong. It's because of his body dysmorphia, and he constantly need, don't it, like I've watched YouTube videos on this. Please take a seat. I'm an expert. <laughs> Lori Hill, have you heard of her? It's not why he has that terrible haircut and those huge guns right now. No, no, but it's why his face is the way it is. His face is that way for a part. It's no. Okay. Julie Agree now. to disagree. <laughs> and then Julie, just mistake. real quick, HBO Max. Reeled me in to the new Shaquille O'Neal documentary. Nice. I don't know if you like follow Shaquille on any platforms, but he is hilariously funny. He is out to bring joy to the world. He'll be in a store and some kid will be like, I want that. He's like, let's buy the whole store. And he's just awesome. So the first segment of a four-part documentary, I couldn't love him more. Aww. He's the best. Like Watch really Shaq. Yeah. He's great. Are you familiar with the Mandela effect where the... Kazam is actually Shazam, and it stars Sinbad instead of Shaquille O'Neal. No, but that's not very nice because Sinbad is still recovering from a stroke, and they just posted pictures of him this week, and we're all rooting for Sinbad. We're rooting. Did I say? Did I say everyone go spit on Sinbad? Yes, you just did. When? Right now. Agree to disagree. <laughs> all right, I'm not going to finish 1899 unless Emma really wants to. I yeah no I'm not committing to. There is one scene. I mean, there is one scene that feels worth it, but you do have to slog through like four episodes. It does get more entertaining, but it is like you know, it's okay. It's not like groundbreaking television, but it is. Interesting. It wasn't even good enough for you to watch. You just read recaps and skipped through. <gasps> just the fifth that? and sixth and seventh episode. <laughs> 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 just because it was too much. There was so much going on. I just needed to know what happened. I needed spoilers, but I wanted to still experience watching it. So I watched the end. Mm-hmm. Thank I God I watched the part where... You can cra- spoil it. Go ahead. We don't care. Okay. There was a crazy spot where you're on the ship, and then all of a sudden this ticking starts, and everyone but the main ensemble, who each day you wake up with a new person, and they go flashback between their traumatic past and their uh. current situation, and everyone but the core group um, just starts mindlessly walking off the ship. And oh. then you've just got people falling out, and then you have all these scenes with 
people in their <clears throat> rooms and then through the porthole you can just see like bodies and bodies and bodies falling and it's just like in the background and it's not the main focus but you're just like glued to that Jesus. and 1500 people just jump off the boat is that what to their death. In Prometheus must have where else did they go <laughs> perhaps oh my god 100 <laughs> don't care do you want me to just tell you what happens nobody cares Okay, well then. Go ahead. Is it short or is this like 40 minutes? I can never tell. <laughs> <laughs> I just survived it. I'm the Queen Latifah in that third rock episode. Second, 60 second recap go. Okay, so you know how they're talking about the brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, the main Nicole Kidman character um, is someone who studies the brain, obviously. She created a program um, that everyone is currently stuck in and looping in. So the Prometheus was a previous iteration of the same loop that they're stuck in. And there's a dude who's her husband who's trying to get her out of there. And it turns out that we're actually in 2099 and everyone is in these like pods that are connecting them to a virtual reality. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't watch this. <laughs> this sounds like the Matrix. It's very matrix. Which I was literally yeah. like, I'm having a full-on panic attack and I'm leaving right now. <laughs> yeah. You can come with me or not. <laughs> yeah. It gets very matrixy. Uh, uh-huh. But then her brother, who she's desperately searching for, is the one who locked her in there and is taking control of this entire operation. Oh, damn. Yeah. So he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Phil locked? said it was kind of like Westworld. It does have vibes of Westworld mixed with the Matrix, Which- mixed with Dark. <laughs> So full of lies. <laughs> Thank you for watching White Lotus. Will You're you welcome. continue? Absolutely. I'm Two so in. I can't believe you didn't have me watch this sooner. And I started Bad Sister on Apple TV after three different people have been like, what do you think of it? I'm like, I don't know. But I think it's going to be good. How about? What What's is it about? These five sisters. Okay. Which one's one of bad? Them, I think all of them. <laughs> one of them uh, is the lady from Catastrophe, the Irish woman that we like oh, so yeah. much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sharon. Mm-hmm. Anyway. One of the sisters is married to an abusive fucking asshole, and we open up, and he, he's dead. We're at his funeral, where he has a boner, and um, <laughs> so we're learning dime? how the sisters all relate to each other. Their parents have passed, and we're going to figure out maybe there was some wrongdoing in the brother-in-law being killed. That's think, just episode one. But it's like a family you want to be friends with, I mean, minus the murdering. <laughs> well, I mean, some people deserve to get murdered. There, well, I they're trying that. to take care of their <laughs> abused sister. He is sucks. Oh, he sucks. Oh, he sucks. He sucks. He sucks. The abuser. Many do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ruining anything, but she wants to go do this thing with her family and he doesn't want her to go. And it's like New Year's Day or whatever the day after Christmas. And so he he is usually very unaffectionate with her. And he's like, let's have a moment. I brought oysters and champagne. And so they do it. She's like, all right, I'm going to go off with my sisters. And he's like, not after you've been drinking. And she's like, well, you can take me. He's like. I've also been drinking. Oh Sorry. Just trying to protect you both. Jesus Christ. I mean, he sucks. He's That's sick. why episode one, I hate him so much. <laughs> Jesus. Did you finish Big Brent? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was getting the rooster. <laughs> I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. Did you finish? Oh, yeah. Really How does it good. end? With, with a bigger great, brunch? With the person I wanted to win to win. He's adorable. And with everybody rising up and feeling better and... And I know, the second to last episode where everyone gets to come back and be part of the party. It's adorable. <laughs> I had a feeling it was going to come down to Daniel and Jay. Yeah. Danielle seemed like a, I mean, she had a good business plan because she's already making stuff. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I love him. And then Dan Levy was just so great to everybody and the judges. And it was like Great British Bake Off, only they got money instead of a plate. America. So much money. How much money? $300,000. But that's not enough to open a restaurant and buy the building. Nobody can, that, the, his mentor said it's at least your 10% down. Right. <laughs> and they're like, you didn't bring a budget? And he's like, no. <laughs> at that point, why would you open a restaurant? The margins are so small. Invest that shit. Well, he That's wants to <laughs> have a restaurant in the front and like an incubator in the back for like pop-ups and stuff so that he can mentor other chefs and get their food working and going. It was cool. Jay's business plan was a little... She just didn't have it together yet. No, they're like, just, just start sell dumplings. Yeah, because her, her first take was, I'm going to do this cookbook. But my mentor actually just told me that if I get a cookbook deal, they give me the money to do it. So I guess I'll use this money for something else. <laughs> and then they were, she's like, I'm going to do a test kitchen. And they're like, well, you should really do it from your home kitchen because that's what home cooks do. Yeah. yeah. She's like, oh. I'm going to sell frozen wontons across the country. So she was a little all over. I mean. <laughs> but so adorable. I was glad she made it to the end. because yes. she. Has had a little slump there in the middle, but she was strong at the beginning. It was very <laughs> enjoyable. The Big Brunch is a super easy watch. Mm-hmm. 
Daniel's food all sounded delicious. Oh my like, god! It sounds like he kept I got winning. ramen and uh, banh mi the other day, inspired uh, by that. I'm like, where did I get okonomiyaki? That Bonapa was was not open at the time. That was my main takeaway, unfortunately, from Parasite. Was I just want ramyeon <laughs> so bad? I made that. And then you made ramyeon. <laughs> I know it was so good. And then also like, ah, uh, yeah, the wealthy are terrible, and we need to distribute. <laughs> when you say parasite, I just picture the whole family hiding under that glass table, because my family had a glass table. Yeah. So it just like connects to my brain, mm-hmm. and that beautiful house and the beautiful garden, and then the terrible ending. That was a really good movie. Very it was amazing. Upsetting. Yeah, I just think of the face of the dude who was in the basement through the darkness down to the basement stairwell. That freaked me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't even like scary stuff. You made me watch Squid Games. That didn't make you. I I was it was your idea. Squidward. I, I do not think that is true. <laughs> We're like the tapes. It was definitely your idea. <laughs> Thank you. She's talking to you. <laughs> People at home may not know. Better get, I know, they're missing so much of the experience. There's well, soon there'll be a camera and it'll be a live YouTube like Trixie and Katya. <laughs> Let's do it. Emma, our reigning tweet of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was listening to the episode and I'm like, I'll remember. Nope. Oh no, noodles. Oh no, noodles. <laughs> My noodles. little one just learned, uh oh, spaghettios. But she just keeps walking around the house saying, oh no, noodles. That's amazing. Uh. Do you have your pen that doesn't work and a piece of paper? Yeah. I can't wait until you make hieroglyphics and then we can guess which tweet you're talking about. I know. You're like, frog baby? Baby frog. Frog, frog, fr- I don't know what that is. I know, it makes me. It brings me so much joy because I'm like, mm, I'm going to make what I write down funnier than the tweet. And then it just becomes nonsensical. Don't, she rolled her eyes so fast that I'm holding one of them in my hand right now. <laughs> and it just ejected straight from her skull. And wine for wine said, when a baby drinks a bottle every night to fall asleep, it's cute. But when I do it, I'm an alcoholic. Wow, so sick of these double standards. Midwest versus I was every- really trying not to always write down the first one, but I have to. <laughs> Only because it's so relevant to who I am. Yeah, a case of White Claw, a bottle of wine. What's the shame? Three blue moons. Sponsor us. Midwest versus everybody. The Midwest just be throwing out temperatures like Powerball numbers. 18, 51, 33, 28, 42. Very true in Cincinnati right now. You're like, tomorrow, a high of 60. The next day, a low of negative 1,000. I don't know. We had snow three days prior to Thanksgiving. That was like 65. It was crazy. At Wine for Wine again. I've never been to hell, but I have been to Costco the weekend before Thanksgiving, so same. Oof. Mm-hmm. I don't go to Costco. I don't go shopping before Thanksgiving. I don't do anything. <laughs> I don't do anything. At Marl Bean said, is my dog misses me a valid reason to take a leave of absence from work? <laughs> <laughs> At So Far So Good, which is also Fat Gandalf says, I really feel People Magazine doesn't need to add the alive part to its sexiest man title. (laughs) Ooh, Necromancers Anonymous. I bet they have their own little publication. (laughs) Sexiest man, period. Not alive. If you continued watching Don't Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23, you would know that June, one of the characters, has an obsession with the sexiest man alive, and her and her mom always, like, eagerly await the unveiling, and then she immediately becomes enamored with that sexiest man alive. It's one of the many fantastic plot points of this exceptional show. (laughs) It's on Hulu. Canceled too soon. At Chris's 86 says, what does your tattoo mean? It means I'm the most disappointing of the grandchildren. Next question. <laughs> at Ellery Smith said, honked at a car this morning that turned out to be my therapist while we're both on the way to her office. I'm sure we'll be getting into this one today. <laughs> at Stay Free said, I went to a job interview for Waffle House and one of the questions was, can you fight? <laughs> <laughs> Our restaurant's gotten so boring since we got our HR. <laughs> I swear to God, that would have been amazing. Fight? Can you fight? Like, can how would you, you defend us? Can you fight? <laughs> In the before days, there was a host that I was actually good friends with up until this moment when she was just like, what would you do if like someone came in with a gun? And I was like, I would use you as a human shield. Bus table 40. <laughs> you liked her until that moment or she liked you until she that She liked moment? me okay. until that moment. <laughs> I realized she was too small to be a human shield. <laughs> so this has a blue check mark, but that doesn't mean it's real. But Tampax US, Tampax official, oh, not official, refused yeah. to let sh- Twitter shut down before we shared this tweet. And then it says, you're in their DMs, we're in them, we are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing if they did that. It was just like when Wendy started just fucking roasting people, that hit. And then serve them for dinner. 
At Stone it's Cold, people. So I like green as people. <laughs> at Stone Cold, Jane Austen said, Netflix should add the category, sorry, there are no more episodes of Bake Off and Queer Eye. You're clearly going through some stuff. Here are some other soothing shows of people being nice to each other over low stakes things. Uh-huh. <laughs> we need that category. We need that whole category. It's called The Big Brunch. <laughs> At Emily underscore Mermaid, he's only your fiance if he comes from the fiance region of France. <laughs> Otherwise, he's just your sparkling boyfriend, a Prosecco. <laughs> Good one, Emily. That's nice. At Jazz underscore in my pants said, <laughs> football, four 15-minute quarters. Basketball, four 12-minute quarters. Hockey, three 20-minute periods. Soccer, it's a secret. <laughs> Because like you go into overtime <laughs> yeah. for injury, but they don't say, like, add five minutes to the clock for injury. Only the guy on the field knows, and he's not going to tell anybody. No, absolutely no. We better score now or in the next 12 minutes. <laughs> Soccer is fucking crazy. At Young Preek Patel said, Kellogg's CEO just sent a company-wide email telling all employees they have till 5 p.m. tomorrow to decide if they're ready to go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Emma, please describe... <laughs> It's a possum with a very weird look on his face. Well, shame, a embarrassment. Very, a very weird look on his face. Aww. I think he's embarrassed. Me, no problemo. Narrator, but it was all problemo. <laughs> Muy problemo, señor. At Rachel Lacel said, a girl told me one time that she wished airplanes would roll down all the windows so she could touch the clouds and know what they feel like. And I really said, aw, me too, instead of calling her a fucking idiot. Ugh, I am such a good person. <laughs> I feel you, Rachel. Raquel. Um, at Mark said... <laughs> She passed on the scalloped potatoes because I don't really like seafood. It was at that moment where I knew she was dumb enough to sleep with me. <laughs> at Bedell1014 said, if you're going Black Friday shopping tomorrow, be a decent human being and turn your phone horizontal before you record any fights. <laughs> I want to see a world star in the bottom tiny corner of my screen, not taking up half of it. Amen. And Do you Sarah, think they bring Waffle House employees to just like stop the players? Let's fucking go to Macy's. At Sarah underscore Rose underscore G, which word do you think would make a pretty baby name if it didn't mean what it meant? I'm going with omelet. Oh, that would be so cute. Emma, omelet. At Mr. John Darby said, inventor of musicals, what if we ruined a movie every 15 minutes? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my fucking God. But I was the only one who would, like, fast forward through the musical episode, musical moments of Glee. So I was like, let's get What's to the plot. What's the point of watching Glee? Uh, I know. Well, it's like, <laughs> let me get to the plot. This is all just distracting. We're not furthering the story. We're all just fucking singing. Like, what's happening and why? Oh, hate that. Not a musical person. <laughs> at 16, Hofstra said, I'm shy at first, then boom, the most annoying person you've ever met. Hey, baby. <laughs> baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. I said, hey. This one's aimed at me at Circle of Idiots. I'm not sure where you learned to whisper, but I'm guessing inside a helicopter surrounded by <laughs> fucking chainsaws. <laughs> How loud you both can be is impressive to me. How loud we are. I'm quiet as a mouse. <laughs> Been dating the same girl for five years, and I always keep her picture in my wallet. Whenever I face difficulties in my life, I take out my wallet and I stare at her picture. And it comforts me knowing that if I can survive being in a relationship with this psychopath, I can survive anything. Goals. At Matt the Brand said, how to process your emotions in a healthy way, I think. Buy a new candle, take a 45-minute shower, drink coffee until you throw up, overshare <laughs> online, scream. Hey. Perfect. Sleep for 18 hours. I wish. That's my dream. You do it all the time. I know, I'm living the dream. <laughs> I'm having them too. <laughs> Executive producer Daphne Jurgensen shared, Hey. This morning I saw a neighbor talking to her cat. It was obvious that she thought her cat understood her. I came to my house. I told my dog. We laughed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get sarcasm said, I swear people go to Starbucks and just say random words. Let me get a grande ice mocha no foam quad soy hexagon vortex hypothesis with steamed ice. By Halliburton. <laughs> and girls think I'm funny. This is the most Sundayest Saturday I've ever been a part of. And I would agree. This past Saturday was very Sunday. This past Saturday for us was very Tuesday. At Eric MG said, 
I am once again asking for the Hallmark Christmas movie where the high-powered lawyer who moved to the big city sees that her ex-boyfriend from her small town is now on trial for being at the Capitol and her mom is completely <laughs> red-filled sharing QAnon memes on Facebook. Honestly, that is all of Hallmark subscribers. That would hit. And Rohita replied, every big city heroine in a Hallmark Christmas movie needs to ask where that small town guy was on January 6th. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves for one second. This is an audio clip. All right, Nick, let's see if you can name this song. I'm bad at this. Oh, it's I Dream of Genie, son. Well, I was super excited. <laughs> Bewitched? Is it a theme song from some TV show in that same era? At Maxwell Alejandro said, yeah, I listen to the Sims soundtrack when doing normal activities ah. to feel like a Sims, so what? Don't pretend this song doesn't slap. And it was the Sims groceries. It does slap, yeah. Um, that's what. I mean, that's from the Sims 1. It's been a minute since I played that. That was in my youth. It said original soundtrack. Yeah, the Sims 1. The OG. Okay. At Corey Ryan Forrester said, my pregnant wife just said, baby, roll down the window because I'm farting for two. <laughs> that was what I laughed at earlier. <laughs> Underscore Nick underscore Diller said, yo, what the fuck? Just saw a stat that said only 30 to 50% of people have an internal dialogue. There's really 50% of the population out here walking around with nothing going on in their head. Everything is starting to make much more sense. <laughs> Do you think that's true? I don't believe I'm in the same boat as him. I mean, just because he wrote it on Twitter doesn't mean it's true. I don't know. Phil, do you have an internal dialogue? Like, do you have an inner voice? Yeah. Well, he's got AirPods in right now. So he's got <laughs> external, internal, external. And then I do. Do you? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Why do you think we have this podcast? I can get those thoughts out. Amazing. Why do you think I finally have all the conversations I need to have? So 100% of people, this is the perfect sample size. Any <laughs> official. All right. Another picture for Emma. Oh, it's Greta Thunberg. <laughs> What's she doing? I think she's on a boat. She's very windswept. I'm on a boat. In front so of a bridge. Greta <laughs> tweeted, Lisbon. And the Power Rangers top cunty moment said, congrats on coming out, queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. Emma almost choked. That was amazing from start to finish. First of all, the response was from Power Rangers cunty queen or whatever. <laughs> I believe that was our final tweet. Hey. <laughs> Lisbon. <laughs> let's go, Lisbonins. Let's go. Rewind. Hey, what else baby? Is there? All right, this is a quiz. Hey, Miriam Webster. Word of the year contenders were oligarch, Omicron, codify, LGBTQIA, sentient, Lomi, queen consort, gaslighting, and raid. What was the word of the year? Is that not already a word? <laughs> No, they're word just saying the, the word year. of the year. Oh, bet. Probably gaslighting. Emma? Sentient? I'm going to go with Omicron. The correct answer was gaslighting. Y'all sound crazy right now. <laughs> and shit you should care about said, gaslighting is not actually the word of the year. You're just going crazy. <laughs> We're all one. <laughs> the hive mind has struck. 1899 is real. <laughs> At Henpecked House said, I offer my kids $500 for every A on their report card. It sends the message that education is a priority in our household. And it costs me absolutely nothing since my kids aren't that bright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was always so fucking jealous of those kids who got money for good grades. At Shake's tweet said, billionaire isn't a qualification. It's a description of a person who is hoarding more resources than they could use in a hundred lifetimes while other people are starving. It's the name for a human dragon sleeping on its pile of rubies and gold. <laughs> Not funny, but I hate you, Elon Musk. Oh, my God. That's why I was like, it's got to be gaslighting because everything is crazy. And also, all my employees just, like, out-gaslight each other. And apparently that's just what Gen Z does. <laughs> they just, like, fuck with Cute. each other. It's devastating. <laughs> at Lurk at Home Mom said, my ultimate goal in life has always been to have my shit together before I turn 40. Well, today, I would like to announce that I am changing that number to 50. <laughs> <laughs> That's me with, I'm going to move out of my parents' house by 20, 25, 30, 35. <laughs> Just let them sell you the house. All right, this is officially the last one. At What? Play with my emotions this way. <laughs> I want more. Home security reminder. A lot of people are going away for Christmas, which makes their homes easy pickings for burglars. For security reasons, I strongly recommend leaving one of your children behind to construct a series of elaborate booby traps and defend your interests. 
Happy Black Friday, you filthy animals. <laughs> now we're done for reals. Hey. All right. Sorry. Back to your story. What Which story? was double standards. Like the ones that you liked. Double standards. Um, can you fight? <laughs> Bro, Seco. Um, crackers for co- Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, horizontal fights. Fucking musicals. Um, shy, annoying. First I'm shy, then I'm annoying. Boom, the most annoying person you've ever met. Um, the helicopter and chainsaw. How loud you are <laughs> you situation. <laughs> um, this bitch was talking to her cat, and I told my dog. Good job, and I laughed. Um, Q&I Hallmark. Come out, queen. And Home Alone. Emma, any crossovers? Yeah, I think our top three, can you fight? <laughs> Where you learn to whisper, and my dog and I laughed. <laughs> you choose. You always say you're going to let her choose, and then if she picks one you don't want, you get upset. Yeah. Uh, I, know. <laughs> I think I want to go with Where You Learn to Whisper. That one was good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. See, people can change. Sorry, Daphne. <laughs> Which one you was You made hers? the top three. Hers was the dog, the cat. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. Hey. I think Ono oh Noodles is still, still the, the winner. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh no. Noodles. noodles. <laughs> the sweetest dorks on the planet. Mm. Very nice dorks. <laughs> Emma, will we be playing Emma Margaret? Should we play a game or just get rid of it now? Uh, let's play a game, but I don't know what. What do you guys want to play? Let's do um, s- categories. Categories. S- categories. Unless you How have you a feel? great. Amazing. Gotcha. All right, and we're playing categories. Categories. We got ten categories. They are crimes, <laughs> items in a vending machine, companies, vegetables, cooking utensils, four-letter words, countries, nicknames, <laughs> tropical locations, and song titles. We'll do 60 seconds on the clock. Damn. All right. I think it'll be okay. <laughs> All right. And the letter is C. Time. Wow. That came quick. Always does. Crimes. <laughs> I wrote counterfeiting. Nice. I didn't have one. Cop spitting. <laughs> you spit on a cop, it's a felony. Zero percent. <laughs> True. That's a felony. I believe that's a felony. If you spit on a cop. Emma? <laughs> cop spitting. I feel like spitting <laughs> is the spitting gun. That's how we're going to go. <laughs> Items in a vending machine. Crisps. Chips. Cupcakes. <laughs> uh, companies. Coca-Cola. Nice. Costco. Costco, sorry. <laughs> we had it earlier in the fucking tweet. Vegetables. Corn. Carrots. Cauliflower. Hey! And what was bracing? I know. <laughs> you always get so mad at her. from carrots. Cooking utensils. I don't cook. I said Cuisinart, but that's just a brand. Cup. <laughs> nah, honestly, yeah, that works. Yeah. Measuring cup. Yeah. yeah. What do we think about Cuisinart? No. Yeah, wow. Harsh. <laughs> Four letter word. <laughs> Clap. <laughs> Case. Hey. Nice. nice. Filthy. Countries. China. China. Canada. Damn it! I was between the two. Should have said Cameroon. <laughs> Nicknames. Chi-chi. Chi-chi. Cindy Lou Who. Oh. <laughs> Does Chi-chi double? Sure. Yeah. Weed <laughs> you proud of yourself. Amazing. <laughs> Tropical locations. Didn't get one. The Caribbean. Nice. Cusco. It's a country. How do you spell it? With a K. Is it? Oh, it is in The Emperor's New Clothes or The Emperor's New Rules. Whatever. I don't remember. Maybe, I maybe it is with it. a C in real life. He was just Emperor Cusco. <laughs> Emperor Cusco is Disney. <laughs> Cusco in Peru. C-U-S-C-O. Nice. Good job. Well, that. <laughs> I didn't shame Gaslighting. You. Is that tropical? Song though? titles. <laughs> yes. Can't stop the feeling. Nice. I ain't got one. Can you feel the, the love tonight? Good job, everyone. All right, one more. After round, yeah, we'll play three rounds. Hey. <laughs> After round one, eight. I got five. Eight. I don't believe you. 
You got a double word score for Chi Chi, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, counterfeit, crisp, Coca Cola, corn, clap. Can't stop the feeling. Can't stop the feeling. Just dance, dance, dance. All right, we ready for the next round? Totes. And the letter is K. <laughs> it's like C, but harder. Ha- much harder. <laughs> Time. Oof, that was bad. That was tough. <laughs> Crimes. Killing. Kleptomania. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> wow, very impressive. I didn't get one. Uh, items in a vending machine. Are crackle candy bars spelled with a K or a C? Because I wrote crackle. I think That's they are question. K. Hershey's crackles with a K. Does that count? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Why wouldn't it count? Kit Kat. Double oh, square. nice. Fuck you. Unless you got it. Nope. No, I did crusties. Crusties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little pastries. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Companies. Krispy Kreme. Good one. Good job. Kodak. Keebler. Oh, nice. <laughs> Coming for you, boo. Vegetables. <laughs> Kudzu. No. <laughs> Kale. Yeah. Damn. Oh, that's well done. <laughs> Could not think of a so single thing. So impressed by you. Cooking utensils. Uh, cutting board with, with a K. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's another brand name, KitchenAid. <laughs> Knife. <laughs> She's so smart. She's so smart. <laughs> How'd you get so smart? I was so proud of myself. I was like, uh, good one, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> yeah, but it's KitchenAid makes a lot of kitchen utensils. Well, that makes I mean, sense but they're better. all kitchen utensils. We're giving it to you. Yeah, All that right. makes more sense than Pisa and I. <laughs> She's doing that badly. All right, four letter words. Kite. Nice. Kill. <laughs> <Just. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm really I'm really okay. glad you gave me this. <laughs> Countries. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Kenya. Damn it. What'd you say? Kenya. Kenya. Nice. So Nickname. Kitty. Kiki. Killer. What's <laughs> up, killer? <laughs> Tropical locations. Nick's Cusco from the, from the Disney movie. And for his new group. It was a character name. Oh. Yeah. But I didn't have one. I didn't either. I got knife. I didn't either. Song titles. Killing Me Softly. Ooh, good one. Was Britney Spears as crazy with a K? <laughs> <laughs> Question. That's fair. All right. After round two, I've added four for a total of nine. Hey. <laughs> 16. Oh, 17. Double word score for Kit Kat. I forgot. Sorry. Oh my God. Let me count again. <laughs> for both rounds together. 15. Down to the wire. One category left. Ah! Hopefully, it's not another letter that sounds the same. <laughs> I know. That was so hard. <laughs> Ready? She's thinking Wait. this whole time. She's seen the letter and she's thinking this whole time. Go. And <laughs> I need every advantage. A. <laughs> oh, God. And time. Did you get them all? <laughs> yeah. I'm so annoyed. I don't know if they're all real. I wrote something for each one. <laughs> you guys go so fast. <laughs> Crimes. Assault. Assault. Damn it. Arson. Good nice. Job. That's my other one. Uh, items in a vending machine. Apple. Airheads. I didn't come up with one because I scratched out Apple. (laughs) (laughs) To use for companies. (laughs) Abercrombie. Amtrak. Apple. (laughs) Vegetables. Arrowroot. Yeah. No. (laughs) It's a vegetable. No, I didn't get one. one. Oh. Artichoke. Oh, Oh, she's so good. Might have choked Artie, but it won't choke me. Cookie utensils. <laughs> a plate. <laughs> I almost did a peeler. <laughs> I did apple corer. <laughs> I didn't put a peeler though, so I have nothing. <laughs> Four little word. Ain't. Ants. Able. Yours was the realest of us all. <laughs> Sometimes you win. Countries. Antigua. America. I have Antigua later. <laughs> I don't know if America counts. <laughs> Doesn't say formal name of the country. <laughs> I want to win. <laughs> Nicknames. 
Paul. <laughs> That's not a nickname. Okay. As told by mine, ass hat. Hey. <laughs> hey, ass hat. <laughs> it's a cute one. Annie. Oh, cute. Cute. Short for. Anne. Long for Anne. <laughs> nickname for Anne. <laughs> Little Annie. Ass hat's longer than their real name, probably. <laughs> Tropical locations? Antigua. Aruba. Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take it to Bermuda. Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo. Montego. Baby, why don't you go down to Kokomo? Kokomo. We should have that. I know. <laughs> should have just been singing that song the whole time. <laughs> and song titles. We're all in this together. Wow. <laughs> we go. I don't know. We're all stars and we know. I did AO. <laughs> nice. Here we go. <laughs> I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> Final scores, please. 20. No, that's not right. Yeah. You had 15 before this round. Yeah, and then I got five. That's so sad. 26! Oh, wait, I got six. I got 21. <laughs> Even closer to second place. I got 14. Hey! <laughs> well done, Julie. Oh, I feel like we're back where we belong. I won last week. I'm winning this week. You win all the weeks. My life is so small that this brings me so much joy. It's win, 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 win. All uh, I do is win, 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 win no, no matter what. what, what. Got money on my mind. I don't ever give a fuck. Well, hey. it's been an event, eventful week. We've had lots of conversations. We watched tons of shows. You're welcome. Especially me. You watched two. I know, which is like double what I normally watch. It's true. I watched a secret third one that I just remembered. Is this where we have to pet your little white privilege and say, good job, good job. Yeah, otherwise. He's up 200%. <laughs> 100%, that's exactly what you need to do. I'm like Jennifer Coolidge. You must acknowledge me. The gays love me. Is that the queen? <laughs> of course she's not. So we'll continue to white watch, white watch Lotus. We're going to continue to watch white Lotus. (laughs) Two more episodes. Yeah. I'm going to keep watching The Shack. Um, I finished watching 1899. Everyone else, come join me on the journey. Let me know what you think. (laughs) Well, now that you've ruined it for everybody, I don't know if they're coming. (laughs) Fleischman is in trouble. I'm Mm -hmm. hoping for a non-misogynistic week next week. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Highly recommend watching Limitless on Disney's. It's not it's not the best thing ever, but it's it's thought provoking and fun. And for somebody who did a million challenges over the pandemic, I wish I had filmed them and I had money. <laughs> oh my god, I would kill and pay good money. <laughs> I would kill and pay. Would you kill for beauty? Uh, <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Just to paint some darkness. <laughs> to see a fucking Blair Witch project sort of style of you during the pandemic that cuts between like and day three challenge and then it cuts to you crying in the shower. I should have fucking done that. It would have been awesome. Yeah. I really was doing like hit workouts yeah. and yoga trainings and breath trainings and ice cold showers and you know, crazy eating and doing my blood sugar every day, doing my glucose monitoring. I mean, we should. We had very different quarantine experiences because we would do you just like fucking killing it, and then cut to me ordering <laughs> all of those <laughs> devices and apps. No, I wasn't ordering the beginning. Working on your wall pushups. <laughs> no. Still my favorite visual. How are those wall pushups coming? You're like really good. Like there was one week when you were so proud of yourself. I was so earnest. I know. Well, I, it was the first physical activity I'd done in a while, and I'd eaten so many wall ice cream pushups. Is not an exercise. <laughs> It's, it wasn't. I'm hard. It was elevated. It's to keep you from falling over. Like here's the wall. Oh, I push up. Yeah, and thankfully, if I'm ever in the position, I can get out of it. I I'm mean, you didn't have like your feet on the floor. I mean, your hands on the floor. You had your hands on the wall. Hands on the floor. Like if you had your feet up, you could do like a push up. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm not Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, I was doing push ups. I felt the burn. <laughs> they worked. So trim now. <laughs> I'm not trim, but I'm down 25 pounds. It's amazing. And Thank you, all push-ups. Thank you, all push-ups. <laughs> Shout out, all push-ups. Thank you for not eating graters three times a day. That was a big thing. But no, my quarantine experience was mostly me just like crying under my desk, watching Jacinda Arden videos and being like, New Zealand sounds nice. <laughs> anyway. On that happy note, we hope that you had more fun during this episode than we did listening to that story from Nick. <laughs> Let us know what you're watching, what you're into. If you would like to listen to us talk about 30 Rock, which if you're not watching that show, what's your problem? That show's hilarious. 
And this week, it's Leap Day Williams. Yeah, don't start with this week. One of the worst episodes ever, but you can go back and listen to them all, which some people have, and they're coming to kill us, but check that out. (laughs) Um, And if you would like to hear our bonus episodes, you can become a Patreon member for as little as, what, a penny a year? It's only only Patreon if it comes from a very specific region in France. Otherwise, it's Prosecco. (laughs) A low, low price of $3 a month. What does that come down to a day, Nick? A day? I'm yeah. not gonna math. It's like a you know when Sally Struthers was killing the little children or not killing, like saving. <laughs> she just stays fucking murderous. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you have thirty days in a month. Three dollars for the month. It's um ten, 10 cents, cents a, a day. day. Hey, we did it at the same time. You get the podcasts early. You might get a free birthday shout out if we know when your birthday is. If we don't, we'll just send you a random one. You're is it today, to James? Us. Is it today? We'll just say it every fucking week until we're right. <laughs> we watched Home for the Holidays. It was amazing. Anyway, all you have to do is go to abcdefghijklmnp.com slash abcdefu and your mom should also join our Patreon. And what's the actual way you do it? Patreon.com slash takes five. So much easier. If you reach a certain level, it's a whisper more than the $3 a month. You become an accountability buddy or take them with us. One of the perks... If it is one, is that Nick will say your name? I don't know if you like this. You are in my hearts always, and I say it live every week because I adore you all specifically. <laughs> Dearest James, awe-inspiring Audrey, peerless Pam, Pam, beneficent Bernie, awesome Abigail, astonishing Alicia, lovely Lars, amazing Anne, electric Elise, luminous Lisa, marvelous Mareka, and crazy cool Cassandra. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Of all the 7 million podcasts, thanks for listening to ours. Hey, we're better. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.